finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan. Entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. That's always, always good. Right. Hello. Monday morning for me. <laughs> it's Monday morning for me. <laughs> Monday afternoon for you. Now it is. Yeah. I just I would I just realized that I think I've only ever said your full name once and I said it very quickly. Okay. So I am going to breathe in the spirit of my motherland. In Hala. Ayodele. We are cooking on gas. Boom. I'd like That's to introduce. <laughs> I'd like to introduce. <laughs> to the podcast today. We are blessed with uh, a goddess of mindset magic. You do NLP, right? I do. We do some NLP stuff. Yeah. Do we do hypnosis stuff also? I do hypnotherapy. Hypnosis is the channel by which you use hypnotherapy to assist somebody in making fundamental changes at the unconscious level. So hypnosis is kind of the tool and hypnotherapy is the process, I guess you could call it. So yeah, both Boom. NLP and hypnotherapy hypnosis. Okay. So we've got hypnotherapy. Neurolinguistic programming, which is yes. abbreviated as NLPZ. Y'all hear me, right? Okay. okay. Um, what else do you have in your delicious toolbox of stuff that I can Oh my add gosh, to where do I even start? Timeline therapy. Timeline therapy, which is groovy. Which I want some of that. Just incredible, incredible stuff. And mm -hmm. also just loads of, I bring like so much background stuff like I worked in psychiatric care for four years um Ooh, wow. like sociology psychology background oh. so and then spirituality like I was raised with very very spiritual principles and mm -hmm. ideologies and core beliefs and core values so I've always been I was kind of raised woke and got you I was okay, raised so you were blessed from, you know, Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> one, one, one of the lucky ones, I was, you know, kind of spirituality is not a new principle or new concept to me. It's just a way of being. So okay. well, I might touch on that today. Yeah. I might touch on that today as we groove and shake. But I'd like to first and foremost let everybody know. So this is another example of just magical, I don't know who friended who first on Instagram, but thank God no, that we no. did. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. A fellow Brit. A fellow Brit. Yes. yes. The universe just allowed us to just get into alignment and synchronicity happened and exactly. we connected and the rest is kind of history. There is, there is. Yeah, um, I've got another example of a really groovy of those, like my friend Tara. We're now like the bestest of friends in the entire world. I even did like a retreat in Malta. <laughs> just just so he could be in human form but it ended oh, up being like wow. one of my most fun retreats and uh yeah like we, we do some work together like um so even like her boyfriend like catered my retreat and stuff like that he's got a great 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 wow. catering company um yeah. but yeah like it's again i'm not really sure who friended who 
but we're friends now and that was what happened that was wouldn't it. have it any other way exactly yeah, when, and the thing is when you're dealing with the digital world that we live in where like so much stuff is happening online it's getting used to this idea that you can actually form true bonds with people without actually having met them as humans yeah. which a little while ago would have been a bit weird for me even mm. but I really have been developing some really great connections with people which are just digital but can we just say just digital in this day and age mm. does the mind know the difference really if if there's an emotional connection an energetic bond that's established does yeah. the mind know the difference between you being in front of me physically you being in front of me on a computer screen I think the only difference really is the tactile nature of touch like having actually somebody in front of you that you know I'd love to be there and give you a massive hug and say hey amazing you know you like you know that is the only yeah. difference I think mm -hmm. between building bonds mm -hmm. but I think there's definitely there can be a disconnect when you're just getting to know somebody in the virtual mm -hmm. world but I think that if you're mm -hmm. authentic in who you are and if you're authentic in your truth then you kind of allow those limitations and those blockages that could arise to just dissipate and just because you I mean it's like yesterday when I was thinking about coming on the podcast I was like there literally is not another human being on this planet that I would rather have this conversation with and I'm not joking oh. like that like because I listen to you I listen to the stuff that you share I listen to the words that you speak I listen to your your spiritual values and your vibe and your energy that you bring to the world and to to have the ability to have a conversation of the level and nature that i know that this is going to evolve into no pressure no expectations but i just know it's going to be <laughs> i just know it's going to be happen. an incredible conversation because you're so open you're so connected spiritually you you know you have these understandings about 5d universe and about quantum understandings about the way that the universe works and to be able to have a conversation of that nature with somebody for me is a privilege. So I'm really, really grateful for the opportunity, not just to be on, you know, not to, to be on your podcast, but just to be in front of you and have that conversation with somebody mm. who is of such an elevated nature, spiritually, emotionally, intellectually is a real privilege. So I just want to, want to say thank you. Just take a moment to just be grateful for that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I feel a bit weepy. <laughs> Don't do that. Those of you who are listening, I have a little bit with you. No, it's okay. Tears are welcome. Tears are welcome. Any kind of tears are welcome here. So, Quick segue into tears, right? Yeah. So I used to cry a lot when I was at school, okay. when I was at secondary school. Those of you listening in North America, that's high school. But those of us that come from the land where education of this type really originated from, it's secondary school. Is okay. that the proper phrase? And um, I remember, I actually remember a day when I was crying about something stupid, quote unquote stupid. And uh, I was like, why am I even crying? And like, I stopped, I stopped myself crying and I didn't cry again for a couple of years. That's, I remember the very last time I cried about something. Mm. I think I was, good Lord, I think I was 17 I was 17 years old yeah um and then I didn't cry and I didn't remember not crying and then I I went to my first advanced workshop with Dr Joe Dispenza and we did something called a walking meditation and he did mm -hmm. this thing about opening the heart 
and I broke into the most nose drippy water the earth <laughs> was it an ugly cry <laughs> it was really ugly I had no tissue the hags were like fro- seriously like <laughs> and that was like how, how many years later 17, 17. wow at 17 17 years later 16 mm. I think it was 16 years 16 years I hadn't cried and so you 16, hadn't cried for 16 years hadn't you hadn't shed a tear for 16 I years cried for 16 years people died including all of my grand the remainder of my grandparents aunties uncles have, have died um I think I just literally flipped it the other the other way from over crying mm. to like I'm not doing this anymore and I stopped mm-hmm. mm. testament to my determination yeah and then yeah it just went and it all just exploded everywhere exploded everywhere literally everywhere and then <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't have another big super ugly cry that one then I went to another one of his retreats uh here in Cabo now where I live uh a couple months later a month later or something and then when we were doing coherence healing every time we did coherence healing which is when you basically, it's a form of energy healing as a group. <laughs> Big, snotty, ugly cry again. Perfect. And now it's when I do, when I, I don't do ugly cry, but now a lot of times when I'm meditating, I just start, not like sobbing, but like, yeah. no snot, but still mm-hmm. tears. Mm-hmm. Which is good. It's a release. Yeah. It's just energy. That's what I was going to ask you. Is it... Mm-hmm. The difference between my big snotty cry and my gentle teary cry, mm. that the big snotty cry was just letting go of all the stuff, in your opinion. I think it could be a combination of many different things. There's obviously, you know, not having cry for that amount of time. There's going to be potentially a massive buildup of energy that you've been repressing and holding on to that needed to come out. And so it came out in quite could call it a violent way that it just needed to get out <laughs> Do you know what I mean? it just needed like it just needed to just break through and just come out so it's like, like you were like what? very serious and then you were like violent way <laughs> <laughs> like there is there isn't there wasn't another word that i could get access <laughs> to describe like what could have been going on internally because there was obviously you know you, you made a decision either consciously or unconsciously to repress that emotion for whatever mm. decision you whatever reason you made that decision and so it came out it's just it's just cathartic isn't it it's just a way of letting go or expelling releasing emotion releasing energy and mm. so i guess the way that there are times that you know resonate with what you're saying about when you meditate and you just have you know some tears and sometimes there might be times when i'm not even feeling anything and mm-hmm. i'll have like a, a tear and that to me is that, that at some level, perhaps unconsciously, there's an emotion that needs to be released, but I'm not consciously aware of it. Mm. So there's some work going on at the unconscious level that at the, my unconscious mind is processing mm-hmm. that I'm not even consciously aware of. So I just allow that process to unfold. I just let it happen. Just so allow and surrender to it. But I think sometimes I, I, I found that people get a bit too caught up in trying to in trying to control the unconscious processes, but not with, without engagement in the unconscious. So they're here consciously, they're like, oh, I'm gonna suppress this, I'm gonna change this, rather than just having a communication 
like a, a, a dialogue with that part of the mind, which is a lot of what your work is. It's allowing us to have that dialogue with the unconscious in a language yeah. that it actually understands yeah, versus absolutely. let's just have a conversation. But I think that the, the point that could be made there is that people don't, number one, have an awareness that there is necessarily this entity that you can have a conversation with that, through having that conversation would make such a fundamental impact on the way you feel which has an impact on your behavior which has an impact on the outcomes that you achieve so if more people were taught mm. like i think that the stuff that i teach the stuff that I, I i learn and that i know i think that it should be taught in schools i think that children should be taught this from a very very young age how to communicate with their unconscious mind the part of them that is literally running the show. It runs between 95 and 97% of the human functioning. So why are we not taught hmm. this stuff? Why, why do we not know that we can have a conversation? Why do we not know why we're not taught how to communicate with that part of us that's actually going to get help us get the results that the difference that makes the difference. It's like, hmm. you know, why are we not, why are children not taught that? And so the, the point that I'm making is that people don't necessarily like we take what we know sometimes I take what I know for granted sometimes mm. I think you know it's like everybody should know this but they don't not everybody <laughs> knows that how to communicate with their unconscious mind not everybody knows when they're being nudged or when they hear a certain voice or and it's okay to hear voice in our mind you know it's, mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that it's just it, a normal it, part it depends what it's telling you right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get naked now. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, do now. it. <laughs> but we, you know, we. I think it's important to educate people to mm -hmm. have an awareness that they can have that level of conversation with themselves mm. to get I the mean, outcome. I've, I've found that one thing that's really helped me to consistently keep just offering to support people with that little bit of education is not having this overstated importance of how much I have to do and not mm -hmm. underestimating what I can do. Mm -hmm. So I may only be able to speak, even if I speak to one person a day, for example, Yeah. like some people say, Oh, how's that going to make a difference? There are billions of people in the world. Yeah. But if I speak to one person a day, that's 365 people that I can connect with in a year. If they each go out and connect with just one person and they each go out and just connect with one person, if they connect with that one person who's in a, a, a classroom that's going to impact young minds, if they're going to write an article that's going to hit 100 people or it's going to hit 20 people. I remember it's even down to like when, when my podcast first, first started, the very first episode had 12 listeners. And more than 12 people promised that they were going to listen. In fact, more than 12 people reported back, oh my God, I loved it. <laughs> and it was, like, it was like a five minute into like the first episode i did just sort of get it get it done um mm -hmm. my notes used to just like i just did me talking whatever for like five minutes or yeah. something it's like why lie it was gonna take you more energy <laughs> to come there. but but yeah but as <laughs> as as i got into it got more and i got more lessons and stuff like that and at first i was like oh what's the point you know, nobody's mm -hmm. even listening. But those, that handful of people in those early days that were listening were the people maybe that just needed to, to listen. Yeah. Um, and sometimes we can lose sight of the fact that, I think it was Gary Vee that said he'd rather have 
100 people, 100 followers that actually do what he talks about than a million followers who are just watching it and, and not even, mm. even doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Very true. And it's yeah. that, isn't it, as well? Like, it's the fact that people... People say that they want change. <laughs> but are they prepared to do what it takes to <laughs> change? <laughs> are they really prepared to do what it takes to change? And it's so interesting that you've touched on this because I literally just wrote a newsletter that's going out to my email list later on today mentioning mm-hmm. this point. And mm-hmm. you know, people come to you and they want advice and they want to know how they can make their life better and you give them the advice and it's on them to go away and do something about it it's on them to do you know to take action but do they are they willing to do what it takes are they willing to are you willing to do whatever it takes to make this happen and I recorded and published a a video on my YouTube channel that I put Mm -hmm. out last night and I talked about that I did a, a detox for two years when I was at the quite kind of quite at the beginning of my my journey into to well-being and personal discovery and people have had some feedback there people are like two years you did it you actually did a detail it was like yeah because I'm prepared to do whatever it takes mm-hmm, are people mm-hmm. prepared to do whatever it takes to actually take action on on what you know the advice that you're giving them and follow through not everybody through. some I mean there's there's something sexy about you know doing the latest I don't know craze for a week or whatever or yeah. to to do the the what do they call it the ice challenge yeah i'm on video i'm gonna do this blah, the blah, ice blah. bucket challenge ice bucket challenge or whatever it yeah. was did you and do I it remember, actually do you know what i i actually had a, a, a an insta war not insta war like an insta spat with someone <laughs> someone challenged me like and i was like i'm not doing it he said oh don't you care i said actually so you're going to raise awareness about this. I'm actually in the trenches. Like I've got a foundation that actually goes out and builds schools and actually gives money and actually mm-hmm. educates. Like I support the education of poor people. Like I feed starving people. I don't go over Instagram talking about it. It's something mm-hmm. I do quietly, but mm-hmm. it's going to do more than your, than your ice bucket. So I'm not really sure mm-hmm. I support just pouring some ice on your head. <laughs> I'm not really, I don't really, it's raising awareness, but what did it? I don't. Not really sure what it actually did. I think it just got people a lot of likes and probably a lot of follows and probably a lot of <laughs> ego stroking more than it did. I don't, I don't know. Not, I could be wrong. I'm, I'm I could be judging. wrong, and I'm I apologise if I am. You know, <laughs> if you I'm, 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 but you know, there are there are sexy surface things like you said that people are happy to do, mm-hmm. but who, like you said, who is prepared? to do that two years, right? Who's prepared to even do like 30 days to build a new habit, like consistently do something for 30 days? Mm. Who's prepared to show up in the morning and just make the choice to do something different in how they show up in their day mm-hmm. versus complaining about the fact that your finances haven't changed or that your relationships are still whack mundo or that, yeah. you know, who's still addicted to the being the person that's expressing themselves as the experience that they're continuing to say that they don't want anymore because mm. addiction is real addiction it to is. playing out the same patterns and having the same experience. And I actually spoke about this once in an article called the, the lazy choice. I think it was called, I think it's called the lazy mm-hmm. choice that sometimes we're better off just owning 
that we're not in a position to make that choice and making that step into ownership and making that step into consciously just accepting, okay, right now, I don't want to do that. I want to do this. Mm-hmm. That still gives some level of empowerment that will do more for you than pretending that you want, you want to change because you're just allowing the old programs, right? Of non change playing out versus absolutely. disrupting them by just putting them in the light. Yeah, absolutely. But then I think it comes down to also the education side of things and mm. allowing people or educating people on the tools that they can use to make those changes. For example, you, you touched on, you know, addiction is real addiction to our old programming is real addiction to our old habits and our old behaviors because they've been, they're part of our, the way that our brain works. Our brains become mm. addicted to the, the, the chemicals that are produced when a certain behavior interaction takes place. So that mm. addiction is real, but it's educating people and teaching people that actually I hear what you're saying. And I appreciate where you are in this moment. Your, your, your reality is val- valid and valued. However, I want to enlighten you and show you that there is an alter- alternative way. There is another way of being that, you can access are you willing to step into a conversation with me and have a conversation about how how doing x y and z is going to assist Mm. you in breaking those patterns rewiring the way that your brain works and creating new patterns and new programs that you could download into your brain to make you function in a different way that's going to assist you in getting a better outcome and assist you in getting Mm. and achieving the results that you actually want people i don't know whether people are afraid of changing i think some people are actually afraid to change because they're so addicted again to the pain the dysfunction that they Mm. don't know who they'll be without it and that can be incredibly incredibly frightening to do Mm. you know i I can speak from 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 personal experience that to, to change the way that you've been for the majority of your life and to embark on a different way of being it's frightening because it pushes you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, like you said, when the identity is wrapped up in that comfort zone and in the behavioral patterns that lead to that level of comfort, the danger is that the, the, the mind can be so caught up in that identity, so caught mm-hmm. up in that victim mentality, so caught up in that stress. For me, it was stress. Mm-hmm. Um, so caught up in that egoic need to be validated by things outside of yourself that if you do move too drastically into trying to elicit change even if you do truly want it you can end up hitting that brick wall of self-sabotage that brick wall of procrastination that brick wall of of um what do they call it backsliding into old behavioral patterns you just don't hold it yeah because the mind doesn't lose. And this is something I say all the time, like the mind does not lose. It just moves mm-hmm. too quickly. We're talking about mm-hmm. 10,000 to 10 million times the speed of the, of the conscious mind. The subconscious yeah. mind is moving at. It's, yeah. it's ridiculously quick. It so if you're trying to stay ahead, that's unlikely to happen. So again, it comes down to working with someone like, like yourself, understanding that language mm-hmm. so that instead of trying to run ahead of it, you can just basically have that conversation that it's safe this is what we're doing differently now. Let's run together versus I'm going to try and out, outrun you. It's, like, it's just not going to work. Yeah, absolutely. I think having that support is invaluable. Having somebody to, to give you that guidance and give you that safe space to make mm-hmm. those changes in a way that is, 
is going to get you from where you are to where you want to be in a way that you feel supported in a way that you feel that your story is heard and valued and sometimes we need to, we need our story to be validated mm-hmm. sometimes we need whether that's ego or you know whatever that is maybe it's just that we need to be heard by another mm-hmm. human being who can step into temporarily step into our pain with us and say i understand or i appreciate what you've been going through and that is the way that you've been functioning let's talk about how you want to function and let's talk about getting you to function in the way that you want to function so that you can have the life that you want and having somebody to support you through that process versus doing it on your own is just you know it's it's you can't put you can't you can't, there, there isn't a price that you can put on that somebody who mm-hmm. knows what they're talking about somebody who knows what they're doing and i think it there, there is definitely something to be said for somebody who has been through significant amounts of either stress or pain mm-hmm. themselves because there's a level of empathy there's a level of understanding there's a level of awareness of knowing not you're never going to know be able to understand what somebody else is going through from their perspective 100 percent mm-hmm. but you can step into their pain with them and you mm-hmm. can share that space and say i appreciate what you've been through i appreciate what you've what you're going through and without that historical understanding of that pain or that stress it's just kind of words and ideology and theory whereas when you bring your own personal experience to the table and you can share that personal experience with the person that you're working with i think it just adds a, adds a different element it just adds another dimension to the conversation and to the transformation that takes place as well there's a level of authenticity that just is felt at like a soul level Mm. when the person knows what they're talking about versus I mean so for example I've worked with people in all sorts of different situations right so I've now got secondhand experience of holding people's hand and their tails in different experiences but there's going to be a difference when I'm talking about something that I've actually walked through myself a difference that's just there energetically maybe not even audibly palpable but there some of there's just this je ne sais quoi that you can't say what is it i don't know what it is but i just dig what homeboy's saying yeah and i think that's actually helped me in terms of having boundaries in the areas i will work and won't work not because i can't support people in certain situations yeah but either i'll bring someone in to support to run tandem if we're going through a certain situation or i'll say look let's take a pause here. I want you to go and talk to this person, you know, sit with them for a period of time and then we'll come back, we'll loop around and get into it. Because I think we can do someone a lot more service when we don't do them the disservice of not just having enough humility to allow other support to come in. Because I think there's there's also like a, um, there's an integrity in, so for example, I spend a lot on personal development. I spend a very, very healthy five figures annually on my personal development. Yeah. I'm looking to move into six figures on my personal development this year because of this, a specific person that I want to work with. Now, I don't necessarily groove and jig with people that preach the gospel of personal development, but don't actually live and breathe it themselves. Is that judgment? Maybe a little bit. I'm going to be real. I find it a little yeah. bit... I don't really see that there's a level of integrity there. 
or people who want to charge a certain ticket on what they on the service that they offer but then aren't prepared to in <laughs> to dip in right and i think the same thing comes in as someone that is of service to others I think there's a level of integrity in being having the humility to know that sometimes maybe I need some support in order to support you more fully. hundred percent. hundred percent agree. Literally like <laughs> I just made like the other, the other week I made a video about the importance of us as coaches, as leaders, as healers, as people doing this work that we're doing in the world, the importance of us, also continuing our personal development journey it's essential like for, for me for me the, the, the journey will never end and mm. i said in the video if i ever meet somebody and they tell me that they're done with personal development with evolution you're i'm gonna call you out and out you're a liar <laughs> like you, <laughs> you got so excited i'm there. gonna <laughs> call a spade a spade you're a liar i'm gonna call, I'm gonna call you out no shade <laughs> Put you a liar because we're never done. <laughs> Look, we are never done. We're never done. It's never over. <laughs> the journey is the experience of life. Mm -hmm. And for somebody to tell me that, that they have reached the ultimate, mm -hmm. it just, it, I mean, okay, I could be wrong and I'm, I'm okay. I'm open to being wrong. Yeah, but I don't think I am. I think that you know it's the journey, and I think that on that journey, like I always have somebody, either a mentor, a coach, somebody who is supporting me. Sometimes more than one person who's supporting mm -hmm. me. I have no shame in admitting that because I think it is essential to my growth as an individual, to my evolution of consciousness, to my evolution as a human being. But it's essential for me to be able to assist my clients in being able to reach those higher and higher planes of evolution and satisfaction mm. in their lives because it's really interesting because you will also find that your clients will reflect back to you the areas that where you need to grow <laughs> right am i lying though you're not. <laughs> right you're it's not. the truth they're mirrors the people that you come into contact with in your life whether they're your clients you know when you have some form of intimate relationship with them and i don't mean on a physical level i'm talking about an emotionally intimate connection with somebody mm -hmm. they will be reflecting back to you some area that you need to work on so that information that's coming into your neurology from your clients reflecting that stuff back to you you have to take action on working on that mm. because otherwise you're not only limiting yourself in your ability to evolve you're limiting your clients because you can only help and heal other people as deeply as you've healed and helped yourself Ooh, give that one to them again. One more time? Yeah, <laughs> one time. For the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you can only help and heal other people as deeply as you have healed and helped yourself. And that's just the law of vibration in action in a very, very beautiful, very, very beautiful summation is that we can only experience what we're a vibrational match to I can only take you where I've been. So therefore, if I want to take you to a space of healing, I must have been to that space of healing myself. And if I'm in a space of denial and in a space of, I don't need it, you know, I'm good. I've reached, I've reached Nevada. I live in Bali now. I am <laughs> <laughs> the Buddha. I've done ayahuasca now. I like, I know. Yeah. All, 
whatever. I don't want to talk to you about that one, actually. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk to you about that one. I want to share a story. Share a story. With okay. But yeah, like, you have to be ready to be, and we have to be ready to be honest with ourselves about the level of work that we still have to do. 100%. In people that still have work to do. Otherwise, that denial is going to show up in the mirrors of those around us. It's, it's just going to show up. What I actually, I discovered when this hit home for me, um, from the law of vibration angle, not the angle you gave today, which is now my new Bible. Thank you very much. God bless Thank you. you. Um, was that everything that's showing up for me, it's for me, I think everything has the ability to be a mirror, a channel, a, a source of guidance. So I was listening to, um, something I found on YouTube, some morning thing that I'm trying out for a week to see if it makes a difference. And as I was, because I'm listening to it just like passively as I'm doing my journaling stuff in the morning. And as I was writing my intention, it was like, yeah, my intentions are pure. Like that timing's synchronous. Thank you very much. But like everything has the ability to, to, to teach, lead and, and guide. And I realized, because I'm, I'm, I'm a believer in hologram theory. I um, don't remember the name of the dude that came up with it, but I found out a bit through Greg Braden's work that everything in my experience is a complete holographic mirroring of what's happening in my internal state. And so my work with alchemic life creation is basically expressing the agency, sovereignty and dominion that we have over our internal state in order to then create from the inside out. So that's the work that I do with that. And so I practice that actively. So when I come, someone comes into my world in any, any, framework at all through any avenue I see it as the opportunity to heal but when I'm working with clients I'm not actually ever trying to heal the client or help the client my initial thing when I'm doing the onboarding call with the client it's not even really to work out what's up with them it's to see okay what's going on with you and how's that a mirror of what's going on inside of me and then I start the inner work so when I'm actually having sessions with clients I'm actually just working with them as a mirror to work on what's going on in me that's showing up as them and then through that allowing it to shift and change from the inside out so that is just really beautiful really it's not always beautiful, beautiful trust me, sometimes it's really ugly especially when i don't want to admit <laughs> especially when i don't want to admit <laughs> i don't want that that's not my shit is it really my shit but what, no i got but it wrong what, i got it wrong but what a beautiful way that the universe works what an incredibly generous, yeah, it doesn't always feel generous. It doesn't always feel great, no, but doesn't. what a generous universe it is that we are constantly being given these opportunities to grow. And the thing is, are we willing to lean into that discomfort? Are we willing to lean into that, that growth? Because it's generally going to be uncomfortable. If yeah. it's, you know, if there's a big lesson. If it's real growth, it's going to be uncomfortable. There's going to be a level of discomfort. There's going to be a, a generally a, a real level of discomfort. <laughs> you have to go through the growing pains to get mm -hmm. to the other side. And it's mm. whether or not you're willing to lean into that level of discomfort in order for you to experience that level of growth. And mm. will it be uncomfortable? Absolutely, yes. But on the, mm -hmm. out, when you come out through that journey, when you navigate your way ideally with the guidance of somebody who has that mm -hmm. who can give you that support to to be there for you and to give you some guidance on perhaps tools techniques things you can do you know you you may well have all of those things yourself but 
as you said, you do invest a lot in your own personal development. So having somebody there to support you and guide you through those processes, what you get mm -hmm. to on the other side of that discomfort, mm -hmm. that's the goal. That's the goal. That's that, and then, you know, that then you reach your kind of another comfort zone for a very short amount of time because then somebody will reflect something else back to you that is then another mm -hmm. opportunity for you to work on and for you to grow. There's always an opportunity to grow. It's this that seasons though, and that's like even as humans, when we have spurts of growth, we have times when everything recalibrates and settles in and adjusts before we have another period of growth. We're not just consistently growing from birth all the way to, to, to death, which is actually just when the cells stop reproducing and growing. So it's like for those, everyone out there that's like, I'm in Bali now, I've had my ayahuasca, I'm, I'm enlightened. <laughs> like, let's look oh. to nature. In nature, you're not growing, you're dying. So if you're not continuing to expand, I like that one too. If you're not continuing to expand, you continue to grow then you are dying that is the definition of death it's when growth ends and that happens mm -hmm. physically it happens emotionally it happens mentally it happens spiritually it happens energetically so continuing to expand continuing to grow is the only way to hold off that spiritual death which mm -hmm. you won't even necessarily witness yourself and that's why it's important to have the mirrors of other people that you're you're ready to hold as mirrors right and to have that person who can catch your blind spots, who can hold you accountable and, and to give you that insight. Because I, I may have all the tools in the world and I can see all of this, but I can't see what's going on behind me. Absolutely. I need somebody to watch my thoughts, somebody to watch my back. Um, there will be angles on things that I'm not going to catch. There'll be times when my humanity kicks in and maybe there's an egoic need to be right that holds me back from witnessing the truth of something. Mm -hmm. There'll be times when I don't really want to lean in. Let's mm -hmm. be real. We don't mm. always want to lean in, but yeah. having that, that person that's holding me accountable to, okay, dude, it's, it's time to lean in. I don't want to. And that's when it matters most. That's when the leaning in matters most when we don't want to. It's like um, being in the gym. It's those last two reps, those last couple of reps that you really don't want to do. It's that, like, that last exercise that's like, oh, I really don't want to do it. That's the one that matters most because that's the one that's going to push you beyond the boundaries of who you are. If you're consistently, consistently feeling good, then, and I'm not saying that we should always feel crap and always feel strained. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. We should enjoy the process of the discomfort, but if there is no stretching happening, there is no growth. If there's no growth, then you're, mm. you're at the point of death. Mm. And there's something to be said for periods of rest. Definitely. In between. Mm hmm you know, because you, you don't, like you said, you don't just want to be in a state of discomfort all the time. <laughs> I'm growing. It's, it's great. <laughs> yes, but I'm growing. How are you doing today, Ayodele? I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm it hurts. Growing. It really hurts, but I'm growing. But it's great. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't want to be in a state of discomfort all the all time. The time. Yeah. There is something to be said for you know for periods of rest but going back to something that you you touched on just a moment ago is that one of my first coaches said to me you can't see the back of your head without two mirrors so you need to be one of the mirrors and then you have somebody else supporting you who's the other mirror that's reflecting back to you the stuff that's going mm -hmm. on in your blind spots that you can't see mm -hmm. so it's essential to have that person that you can actually 
call on to reflect back to the stuff that's behind you in your 360 that you can see all the way around mm. but also you know taking moments to to rest and recalibrate when mm. it's time to is crucial but this this year has been an incredible year in terms of growth for me like it's 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 been one of the most painful and one of the most challenging years i think the last two years actually mm-hmm. have been two of the most and that is saying something because i've spent a lot of my life in pain and discomfort so to say that the last two years have been incredible but that's it's a good thing because i'm coming out the other side mm-hmm. and for everything I know, I know for a hundred percent that there's a reason. Mm. Every lesson that I've been sent, there's a reason and there's growth. And I wouldn't be in the position that I am in today if I hadn't have had to go through the experiences that I've been through. Mm. So I embrace the challenge. Mm-hmm. I embrace the discomfort. And as much as it causes pain, I know that on the, on the other side of that is the blessing. Mm. and is the enlightenment and is the aha moments and just continual self-discovery and evolution so i'm grateful to the universe for Mm. the challenge so that's lovely i think there's um there's a power in the embrace right yeah my, my personal take on everything's working out for me is that yeah if you hold that intention and if you're ready to to step into everything working out for you if you're ready to let go of being a victim if you're ready to let go of the woe is me then yeah everything can be working out for you otherwise everything's an opportunity for you to make the choice to allow everything to be working out for you right yeah but when you are able to look into the abyss that's before you or even the one that you've just come out of and say do you know what I'm ready to admit that at this level of consciousness, I can't see the whole picture. And there may be pieces of the puzzle being moved around here, at, whether it's me at a level, another level of consciousness or whether your belief is that there's God or a, an entity that's doing that or whether it's angels or whatever your belief is mm-hmm. about what's happening above this, outside this level of density that we call physical matter. Mm-hmm. When you're ready to make the choice to say, okay, cool. It looks pretty crap from this angle, but I can't see everything. Then that I believe brings you into a timeline or um, a trajectory of experience that allows that to be the case. Because the fact of the matter is, is that time as we perceive it here at this level of density mm-hmm. is just a collective agreement based around numbers moving on a screen yeah or around because we don't we don't use natural time here we don't no. that's why we've got 365 quarter days they need leap years and they need to move the clocks back and forward yeah because we're not moving with natural time we're not on a lunar canada we're not moving mm. with the stars and the system mm. we're moving with these other things that's why mm-hmm. the new moon isn't the same every month because we're not we're not working with that so mm. when we step away from the story of time and move into the truth of what time is as we call it, actually it really doesn't exist. What we have is a series of snapshots that we move in and out of. And every time we step into one, we have the opportunity to tap into an infinite number of possibilities about where we go to next. 
but at a subconscious level, that speedy Gonzalez that's happening back there that's running all of the programs because that's its job, not because it's our enemy, because that's its yeah, job. Yeah, 100%. It's selecting from those infinite possibilities based yeah. on the blueprint that we fed it, based on what we've communicated to it about what we've allowed, invited, accepted, or not changed. Mm-hmm. We don't have the excuse of it happened to me as a child. You're grown up now, you have a choice. And in this space of choice, you can speak to that part of yourself and say, do you know what? I know that we've been working with dysfunctional, toxic relationships for the last 20 something years, but I'm not really feeling that anymore. (laughs) It's time for a new story, honey. (laughs) Uh, I'd like to look at this page of the script. Um, Scene four, line 27. Can I not make the same choice? And <laughs> I'd like to not get drunk. Can we do anything. something different? Let's let's change that story. Thank you very much. Um, we can do that, <laughs> but it's all happening on expectation. Literally, our world is responding to our expectations about what's going to happen mm. based on the blueprint of what we're projecting mm. out as an expectation. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity to change that. And if in that space of expectation, we say, do you know what? Rather than expecting this story to end in a way that doesn't serve me, I'm going to allow this period of pain to inform me that there's space for change, to call my attention back to the present moment, or even just to trust and surrender that, do you know what? Yeah, cool. This expression of pain and discomfort in this form has happened this way because that's what I expected up till now. But going forward, I already want to experience it that way. I'd like not to have another disastrous relationship in order to learn self-love. I'd like to (laughs) That would be good. Maybe a cheeky soulmate. Cheeky soulmate, maybe. That'd be nice. But we have that sovereignty. We do have it. But in order to step into that, it requires us to own where we're at now. To own, okay, cool. I've created up to this experience. Because I can't say... I create the future, but disown or disconnect from the fact that I've created the present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. I'm responsible for all of that. This one is my mum's fault. Yep, mum. <laughs> you've got that one. But I've got this one. Thank you, Jesus. Like, it, just, it doesn't work. <laughs> no. But there's, to... isn't, isn't, there, isn't there an incredible amount of empowerment in making that choice, in making that decision, in making that making that decision to do things differently in taking responsibility there's empowerment in taking responsibility for having things be differently having things be different in the future regardless of what's happened in the past regardless of the the, the life experience and the circumstance you were born into mm-hmm. choose to take responsibility for where your life goes that is that is empowerment because you're just you're saying okay that happened wasn't great but I'm going to choose to do something different. And whether or not you know how to do that differently is irrelevant because there's somebody out there that does. Whether exactly. or not you know who you're going to find, you, you will find somebody who will be able to support you in making those changes. Whether you're not, you know how to communicate with your unconscious mind, you can find somebody who can teach you how to do that so that you can make those changes. So it's that, that, that first initial step really and that's something that is really pinnacle in terms of the work that i teach is being at cause you know mm-hmm. taking responsibility for how your life moves forward mm. regardless of the life experiences that you've had you are here now in this time space reality in this moment it's you and it's on you 
to make a decision about whether or not your life changes and goes down path B, as opposed to path A, which has been going down for however long you've been alive on this planet. So mm -hmm. what, you know, you're at a crossroads, what road are you going to take? You're going to continue down the path of pain and the path of not having things work out the way you want, the path of toxic relationships, or are you going to start taking responsibility and become empowered and be at cause for your life and be at cause for, because that's where you'll get the learnings. Mm. If you start to take responsibility, it's that's, that's where you'll understand and start to learn. Okay, so that happened what do I need to learn and how can I make different choices in the future for me about how my life is going to be different rather than just going down the same pre-programmed, pre-planned, pre-planned path that gets you, takes you to pain. Mm. And it's, if we, and it's good in a way, it's good that, that, that plan, that path A is there because if it's taking you to pain constantly, at some point you're going to hit a point hopefully fingers crossed <laughs> you're going to hit enough pain yeah and you're going to be like Do you know what i'm done mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes you have to hit rock bottom check please yeah yeah i'm done i'm, I'm like I'm, I'm out what what else is there what what else is there for me in this time space reality so that i can do and experience and have a different experience of this time space reality so that i don't have to live the rest of my relationships the rest of my life in this amount of dysfunctional pain because it's not so it's serving me to a degree that it's going to move me mm. and now i've decided that i want to move so where can i move to and how can i learn to do things differently get support hire somebody to help you whatever the case may be mm. you don't have to do it on your own and th i think that that's an important message for people to understand and to take away is that people think that they have to know it all they have to know how to do everything they have to know how to make all of these changes that they've wanted to make they don't. They just need to be willing to invest in themselves and be willing to step into the pain and be willing to do the work and make the changes. And they will if they do those things. Mm. Right. I wanted to ask you something else, but I don't really want to. Oh, no, because it's a complete conversation switch, but I'm going to save that for another Is conversation. Okay? I'm going to bring you back for another conversation. Okay, cool. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the plant medicine stuff because I'm, I'm collecting everybody's opinion on that. Okay. But I think that's a real... That was just a yummy... There's a stillness that comes off the back of what you just shared. Okay. And I think if people are ready to sit with that stillness ready to own that up until now the experiences that they have been having have been based solely on the amount of agency that they've been prepared to accept in their life and the choices that they've made against the backdrop of whatever sovereignty and agency they've accepted go can i just add yes and those choices are both conscious and unconscious yes and that is an important distinction to make because it's not about making people feel that they're guilty or that they're, you know, to blame for what it's about the unconscious, both the combination of your unconscious and your conscious choices have mm -hmm. put you where you are today. Sorry, as you were. Soldier. No, 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 no. That's a great one to add because sometimes we get so caught in, in the guilt and in the shame that actually that becomes the trap that stops us moving into change. Because that becomes a story that holds us captive to the BS yeah. existence or the BS pages in the script that we're yeah. not changing. 
oh, yeah. I would ask the director to change that line, but I deserve it because of blah, 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 right? And so, yeah, understanding the conscious and the unconscious and understanding that it's the combination of the two that leads to the outcomes and understanding that they can work with magicians such as yourself to get that input into the unconscious and have those conversations that facilitate change even at that level of mind. 100%. So there is no excuse. There's no excuse. Well, you know, you can either, you can either have reasons or results. Say that again. Say that you one can, again. For the people in the back, <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can either have reasons or, or you results. Can you can't have both. Mm. you can have reasons and excuses for why your life's been the way that it's been and how why it's going to continue being the way that it's going to continue being or you can get results which is where empowerment is which is where taking responsibility lies which is where taking responsibility for having it be different because when you get to the ripe old age of 102 however however old it is that you've decided you're going to live to Mm -hmm. And you have this bunch of re reasons as to mm -hmm. why your life didn't work out the way you wanted it to work out. Mm -hmm. Will that be satisfying? Mm -hmm. Will that give you enough validation for not having had the life that you wanted? Mm -hmm. Or would you at that point rather reverse time back to an age around wherever it is that people listening to are at now? Mm -hmm. and having made a different choice, then go out to 102, having had their life be the way that they wanted it to be. Mm. Which of the, those two paths are going to be more satisfying? Mm. Reasons or results. You can Love either it. have reasons or results. You can't have both. You can't have both. You can't have excuses and get results. You mm. can either get results and do whatever it takes, or you can keep your reasons and excuses. The choice is up to, you know, the choice is yours. The choice is yours. How can the people connect with you? Um, the central point, guys, Check out the YouTube, check out the Insta Doodle, jump on the newsletter. I'm not on the newsletter, which I'm ashamed of. So I'm going to, I need to remedy that today. So we need okay. to, um, we, will, we will sort that out. We'll sort sure. it out. How can the good people connect with you? So the good people can connect with me. I'm hang out mostly on Instagram mm -hmm. and my handle, I don't know whether I'm they will be able to pop it in the show notes. So it's Ayodele Okaladi. Mm -hmm. And my YouTube, if you Google my name, you'll mm -hmm. find it. And mm -hmm. I guess if people want to find out about more about the work that I do and the transformational stuff that they can get involved in, then my website is iodeliocolady.com. So, yeah, it's, um, it's a pleasure to be here. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. It's been yeah. an absolute, yeah. absolute joy. We're doing this again. We're doing this again because I want to speak about plant medicine. I want to speak about what happens when people work for, with us for a little bit okay and where we are in the process like of change and mm -hmm. some other groovy stuff more like stuff's come up awesome we'll do this awesome again thanks for tuning in everyone be sure to go and hang out with my homie my fellow brit we didn't forget you um <laughs> head over to dreamingdown.com <laughs> Head out to dreamwithdan.com. Be sure to check out the Facebook group. It's dreamwithdan.com forward slash Facebooks where we're hanging out and talking about empowering you to deliberately choose the abundant and joyful purpose-driven life. It's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you today, talking about all things mind and spirit and stuff. And oh, it's just a joy. An absolute joy. Thank you for having me. That's my, that's my takeaway for today. 
What did you take away from today? Join the conversation over on Facebook. We'd love to hear about it. And be sure, as I said, to go and hang out with uh, my homie here on InstaDoodle because that's where you're at all the time. And um, yeah, check out the YouTube channel. It's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you today. Keep Jim with your eyes open and see you next time. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.dreamwithdan.com for updates for more exclusive content. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.